It's a pleasure to have you listening to my show today. My sincerest desire is for you to get something from it that will make your life richer, fuller, and safer. My name is Reverend Wynn Henderson. As an ordained Christian minister and a retired medical doctor, I have a dual perspective to bring you content to solve problems in your life. This podcast is the longest-running, single-hosted, spiritually-based radio internet talk show in America. It's been on the air for over 24 years. I bring you information about the disease of addiction, your purpose in life, and investigative reporting on truth just below the surface. My guest today is Dr. Robert Young. Robert's been on this uh, program several times, and as recently as a week ago, when we started a discussion about masking. You can um, go back and read that and read his curriculum vitae and biography, which is extensive, and I won't uh, go into it again because you can get it by just going into archives. But uh, Dr. Young is a worldwide uh, well-respected scientist and doctor, and um, we had talked about masking, uh, all different kinds of aspects about it last week, but uh, we didn't get a chance to finish it. So, uh, Robert, why don't you see if you can follow up on where we started on masking and and give uh, give our listeners an idea of the science, the real science behind masking, not what is being uh, said by the government official, national news media, technocrats, health officials, eugenic proposals, socialists, and others. But tell us, tell us the, the real truth of the matter. Okay. Yeah, thanks, Wynn. I think on on uh, yesterday, uh, I, I think it was a very very important day because uh, uh, Tony uh, Fauci uh, made a, a declaration, uh, and, and in his declaration, uh, uh, he was asked uh, the question uh, concerning uh, the government's position on. Uh, on public health as it relates to COVID-19, is the pandemic over? Uh, And, uh, uh, and of course, what he answered, uh, and I'm quoting this, uh, he said, so if you're saying, uh, this is open quote, so if you're, this is, saying are we out of the pandemic phase in this country we are close quote that statement uh, was made yesterday and it it uh, I think it's important for people to know that uh, that our is now recognizing the fact that uh, this so-called pandemic, which would probably be 
probably more appropriate name to case-demic, is that COVID-19 vac- vaccines and boosters uh, and and the work of lockdowns and, and, and school closures, uh, you know, are hopefully in a thing of the past. And I think, I think hopefully that uh, we, we've learned from this experience, uh, this unfortunate experience, because uh, the the country of my my homeland, which is Sweden, uh, didn't go that direction. And and for note, and yet uh, is not talked about is that Sweden, uh, that Sweden didn't do masks or mandate masks or lockdowns or school closures. And yet, if you look at the statistical evidence, uh, they were significantly lower in all categories for uh, cases, uh, uh, injuries, and even deaths. Uh, when compared uh, to, to the UK, compared to the United States, and some of those that had, had higher incidence, and, and of course, uh, there's been a lot of study about this. But all of this information comes on the heels of of uh, a federal judge in Florida who is striking down the Center uh, for Disease Control, the CDC, and prevention. The mask rule in public transportation, uh, the CDC actually said they would have the Department of Public Ruling, although the Transportation Security Administration said it would not enforce the mandate uh, in the meantime. So it appears that, you know, the mandates for Uber, the mandates and others, uh, they have decided to uh, uh, to to end their masking requirements uh, for their their customers uh, and clients. And of course, you probably saw in the media uh, the cheers of one of the, on one of the planes where all the they came down the aisles and. And if people wanted, they could throw their mask into the into the trash bin. And that's where they should go, because when we start looking at uh, masks, cloth masks, surgical masks, NP85, and look at the research. And the research here again in this article uh, that I uh, proposed. Uh, that actually wrote uh, uh, lists over, you know, 150 references and research studies. And one of them was uh, from the U.S. National Academy of Science. And this was, uh, this was uh, the reference number 42. It's entitled, The Surgical Mask is a Bad Fit for Risk. And I quote, uh, in the study, this is from the National Academy of Science, and I quote, face masks are not designed or certified to protect the wearer from exposure 
to respiratory hazard, close quote. Going on uh, in a number of studies have shown that inefficacy of surgical masks uh, in household settings to prevent transmission of, let's say, the flu vaccine is 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 not uh, uh, has not been been documented, and so this whole idea of of wearing masks versus no mask in preventing viral respiratory infections uh, has been researched uh, quite thoroughly. Uh, as I mentioned, I have over hundreds of of uh, research. Uh, studies and published peer-reviewed journals that you can access uh, uh, in my article. By the way, that article is 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 uh, the title of this article, so you can reference it. Uh, let me just. It's called the scientific evidence that shows wearing a mask is ineffective, harmful, and useless. So, uh, and, and and what I mentioned last week, uh, when, and I think it's important that I say this again, is that if you have a microscope, then you can go to the hobby store and buy one because you don't need great magnification on this. You know, you can look under 100X, put your mask under there, and take a look at the openings. Uh, the breaks within the fiber constructions of these masks, and I'm talking about cloth masks, I'm talking about surgical masks, I'm talking about NP nanoparticular masks, uh, 95s and even 99s. Their open pores are significant, ranging from 9 microns to five microns. And a micron is one twenty-five thousandths of an inch, just so you can get a perspective. When you look at this article, you can actually see the openings in these masks. And when you then realize that the particulate matter uh, that uh, is trying to be that you're trying to protect yourself against uh, is significantly smaller in size than microns to 100 microns. In fact, sizes range from 0 0.0005 up to uh, up to approximately 0.05 so of a micron so now we're talking about billions of micron sizes that are associated with some of these smaller particulates that prior to the coining of of these particulates they were called filtrable bacteria now referred to as virus uh, it's it's impossible for the types of masks 
that I have just mentioned previously mentioned that can actually filtrate any of these smaller nanoparticulates. And so that makes my statement 100% correct, that masking is ineffective, masking is useless, and in many cases, uh, the masking is harmful because it doesn't allow for the the exhaling of a very toxic poisonous gas called carbon dioxide. And of course, this uh, masking then can prevent exhaling of, of these uh, of these waste products of metabolism of this waste product metabolism that can lead to a condition called hypercapnia, uh, uh, which is buildup of carbon dioxide in the blood, which then leads to pathological blood coagulation, and that's when the blood becomes very sticky and starts forming clots, which then leads to oxygen deprivation, which then leads to death. So it's not worth the risk, folks. It really isn't. And and if you're thinking, well, then why, you know, why would why would they mandate a mask then? Why aren't we learning about the pores of mass and, and how we can protect ourselves? And in reality, what you would need is a protect PT100 full face gas mask in order to protect yourself. Now, and, and, and that becomes ridiculous. So the reason why no one wants to talk about is because Sweden from the beginning, not at the end, from the beginning, said, we're not going to mandate masks, we're not going to lock down, and we're not going to close schools. And in doing that, if you go to my article, uh, the article is called Sweden is Following the Biological Science, Not the Political Science. And when you compare U.S., Spain, France, and UK to Sweden, which had open businesses, open schools, no masks, no social distancing, no vaccine mandates. I'm ecstatic at Fauci's declaration that the case-demic, plandemic, pandemic is over. In fact, it was over before it began, based from the fact that over 100 countries that we actually requested information from to send us the scientific evidence of the isolation and purification of the so-called coronavirus. Coronavirus. Look at the statistics compared to Sweden. Spain death rate, 50 times higher. United States death rate, 50 times higher. UK death rate, 40 times higher. France death rate, 22 times higher compared to Sweden. So when we look at it statistically, 
you know, than Brazil, United States, Portugal, and the United Kingdom uh, are the top one, two, three, four, five, and then uh, India was five, Italy, Iceland, Canada, Germany, Switzerland, Japan, Australia. Japan was very low, too, because they pulled up and, you know, all these mandates. Uh, so this this was all good. So I've included in this article uh, that was published in August of 2021. When you go to find these articles, you just go to drrobertyoung.com and then go to the bar at top and hit scientific articles. And then you can go into the search and put Sweden in there and this article will come right up. But I think it's important that, you know, that we talk about these things, particularly with with Sweden, because they had the least amount of injuries, the least amount of uh, of uh, of deaths, you know, basically insignificant significant caseloads based upon a fraudulent PCR test, which was not designed for testing anything or identifying anything other than, you know, protein particulates that were wandering through your, your body fluids. Here again, it's not specific to identifying anything. Could be from the egg you had for breakfast. I mean, that's how ridiculous this testing is. That's why the CDC put an end to it December 31st, 2021. That's why PCR testing, RT-PCR testing, is not being done anymore, because it's useless. It's worthless. It doesn't doesn't demonstrate anything, you know, other than the fact that you're probably in some form of, of cellular breakdown or you've polluted your environment with what you were eating or drinking. So... Uh, PCR test is is not one of the tests that are being done. And of course, using any test, you know, the antibody tests, the, the rapid tests here again is not delineating specifics. So when we try to tie things like masks to protection, and then we look at Sweden or Another, uh, it's the year anniversary for Tanzania, uh, whose president was assassinated a year ago. He was probably one of two, I think, uh, Belarusa, uh, the president of Belarusa did not mandate masks. He did not mandate anything. In fact, he rejected the COVID. But, But... the president uh, in uh, Africa, he he uh, he he actually rejected the whole Corona theory and the whole viral theory and the whole necess- necessity of even getting a vaccine. That was and uh, President uh, John Magufuli. You said it better than I. I was waiting for you to get in there, Wynn, and, and say that, you know. I, Mag- I, uh, Magna Fuli. 
Yeah, yeah, it's been a year. Can you believe how time? I mean, it's been a year since that happened, and he was he was vocal, you know. And then they put in their puppet, whoever they are, and I could say who they are, but I'm I'm going to excuse myself from pointing fingers of that. They know who they are. You know who they are, or you can surely find out. They put in their puppet president after he was assassinated. And who assassinated him, I'm I'm not going public on that either. I mean, you'll have to figure that out for yourself. Bottom line, it only lasted for one week when they put them in, and she initiated, she initiated mandated masking. Okay? That lasted a week, and guess who took off their mask? The first group of people that took off their mask and said, we're done with this, and stood up. And spoke out. Well, that would be the police. It was the, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, yeah. That would be the police. I already know. Yeah. So that was the police that stood up. You know, and, and they stood up and said, hey, enough is enough. We're not wearing these masks. We're not getting, we're not, we're not locking down. We're not closing schools. And we're not getting a vaccine to protect us from a virus that doesn't even exist. <clears throat> and, and I know the next question that generally comes up in people's minds, well, why would they have us mass? Why would they lock down the schools? Why would they destroy our economy? You know who they are. Because there is an agenda. The question is, is do you really are you really prepared or ready to really look at that seriously? I mean you could say, No, okay, I'm just happy with the fact that I can get on a plane and I don't have to wear a mask. And guess what? I have the science to prove or that demonstrates the proof is, of course, just getting a microscope and looking at at, at uh, the the huge openings, you know. And, and we're talking about these masks don't even protect you from bacteria. Bacterial ranges, you know, or somewhere in the like mycoplasma, for example, uh, which is a bacteria that's associated with all kinds of conditions, and that's another story. When, as far as mycoplasma, E. coli, you probably heard of that. I mean, mass does not protect you against E. coli or mycoplasma. You summon sneezes and it goes airborne, even though they're endogenously created, which means the body creates this from within. So you're spewing out your own cellular broken matter that has taken on a different form. And uh, it goes right through the mass. So, you know, because the size is below that, here again, the mass openings are 9 microns to 500 microns, and mycoplasma is below 8 microns, 1 to 3 microns, okay? And E. coli, depending on the length of it, I mean, that could be like, you know, anywhere from 5 to 15 microns. And if you're comparing it to a red blood cell, 
if you know what a red blood cell looks like, red blood cells are seven microns. And you're not, you're not, when you're sneezing, you're not sneezing out necessarily blood, you know, but when it comes to bacteria and yeast, when it comes to, they say, well, I'm going to wear this just in case. What? what what's, what's the point? The point is, is if you understood that size does matter and the size of the particulates that are associated with dis-ease are smaller, smaller than what the mask can, can protect you. So we're back to, well, how do I protect myself? You protect yourself by managing and maintaining the alkaline design of your internal fluids. And that comes down to a simple metaphor. And that metaphor is, I propose this in a question. And the question is this. And I'm, I'm asking you, Wynn, because you can answer it live. If a fish is sick, what are you going to do? Are you going to mask the fish? Are you going to isolate the fish? Are you going to treat the fish? Or are you going to change the water that it's swimming in? Yeah, it, uh, it seems like a, a reasonable answer to that would be to evaluate and test changing the water. Yeah. So I would suggest that you're 100% correct. There may be a, a slight exceptions in there, but 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 that would be the first thing to do. And that the fish is only as healthy as the water it swims in. Now, when you're looking at the human body, which in its majority, even though this statistic might vary depending on who you're talking about, from you know 60 percent up to 70 percent were basically water and that water in different areas of the body are different pHs for example in the blood it's 7.365 in in the interstitial fluid it's 8.4 and guess what the solution dilution or the solution of that water is a salt water and guess what it is it's at one percent okay like the ocean but the pH of that ocean is at 8.4, just like your interstitial fluid, which is the largest body of water that surrounds every cell. So when I say to you, when and to those who are listening, that you're, you're, the metaphor here, that cells are swimming in the same concentration of salt, in the same alkaline state as fish in the ocean, that would be a true statement. And and if we can manage that, because we know if we pollute the ocean that the fish are going to die. And if the pH drops below that ideal of 8.4, it's already at 8.3, which is a 0 0.1 drop, which is a 10 times drop in its it, it, of normal. That if our pH drops in the blood from 7.365 to 7.165, we're in a coma. So you know what the blood does? It has, it has janitors. And these janitors are called 
red and white blood cells. Red blood cells will adsorb and take up any poison. One of those is carbon dioxide, right? That one we know about. We know that red blood cells adsorb and absorb carbon dioxide. The molecule that does that for the red blood cell is what? Hemoglobin. Guess what else it absorbs? Any other pollutant like lactic acid from overexercise or citric acid from the vitamin C that you just took or from, uh, let's say, uric acid from the meat that you just ate or the muscle tissue that's breaking down, it will adsorb that. Even in the inoculations, in those inoculations that contain chemicals or adjuvants that are toxic, okay, the red blood cell will absorb that, and it dies because of it. And one of the results, as the red cells are absorbing these poisons, it goes into a pleomorphic change. And this is when we start seeing the corona effect. This is when we start seeing spike protein. So when you hear the word spike protein, that's all created within the body. When you hear the word corona, that's all created within the body. So disease is born in us and from us. And the main cell that protects us is the red blood cell, and the main molecule that protects us is called hemoglobin. And any good cancer doctor knows this. They know that if they give chemotherapy to a cancer patient, that it's going to affect the red blood cell count and the hemoglobin count. So on a daily basis, they'll measure that before they give the treatment because they don't want the treatment to kill the patient. sounds like an oxymoron when you're when I'm talking about this because the question comes up why would then the doctor give chemotherapy well that's another discussion for another time we're talking about masks here the point I'm trying to 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 drive here is masks activates the white blood cells to absorb carbon dioxide, which destroys the cells, which creates pathological blood coagulation and oxygen deprivation. So why in the hell would you wear a mask? I would imagine. Because size does, uh, what's that? Robert, I would imagine the answer to that question is because we've got a bunch of sheep out there it's going to follow what's being crammed down their throats 24 hours a day, even though they're lies, because they hear it so often. It's just propaganda. And so that's where they, that's why they wear masks, because they have gotten sucked in by these people who have a different agenda and want to control the population, in my opinion what it's worth yeah well you know those are there there's a huge risk for those who don't follow that that uh, uh, you know let's say protocol for you know specific outcomes of, of bad actors they said no this is not for our people 
we are a sovereign country, we can choose for ourselves. You know, thank you for your advice. We're not going to take your advice and end up either being invaded by a foreign country, you know, as if just because we think different, believe different, and act different, no one invaded Sweden. No one replaced their, the royal family. The Bernadots are still the royal family, nor their prime minister. But it's happened in several other places, and it's happened and is, is happening as we speak. The sovereign rights of a country and the sovereign rights of a human being is inherited and a God-given right. Now, if somebody wants to wear a mask and they feel comfortable about that, I'm respectful for that. And guess what? I would be on their side to protect that right. If they truly believe that's what they wanted to do, they should have the freedom to choose. But I have to, I have to, I have to make this statement because what happens is something very peculiar. And in the in the disease that I that I'm talking about here is the real disease, and the real disease uh, when is called the lack of common sense, and that's that's really a nice way to really say that people just aren't thinking this through properly. They're just it's it's it, they're 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 exercising. You know, whether the lack there's a lack of of interest to really not just trust, but to verify, you know, the trust. So the question I have is this: When, why do vaccinated people need to be protected from non-vaccinated people by forcing the unvaccinated people to use so-called protection that has not that has not provided protection to those who have been wearing masks, those who have been vaccinated. So I don't know if I need to say that again, but I'll, I'll do it slowly because I want you to think about this. This is how my, my brain thinks. Uh, so as we're talking about this and, and looking at this, because I think these few simple sentences totally dismantles the argument for any mask mandates. So here we go again. Why do the vaccinated or the mask wearers or the isolators or those who favor school closure need to be protected from those who do not wear masks, those who are not concerned about human contact, those who are unvaccinated by forcing, either by mandate or otherwise, these non-mask wearers, these unvaccinated souls you know, so the unprotected, 
to use the so-called protection. And what is that so-called protection? Wearing the mask, six feet, you know, by, you know, six feet distancing, which they picked up from the Environmental Protection Agency. We learned this in the 60s. My mom, I can hear right now, you need to be six feet away from the TV set. The radiation will kill you. <laughs> okay, mom, you know, you know, I'll 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 go back six feet and watch cartoons. So so here to use protection when it doesn't even protect the so-called protected in the first place. Does that make any sense? Well, the whole thing is uh, nonsensical if you apply strict science and then you put it up against what is being forced down our throats every day. It makes no sense, but it's because these people that I spoke of before have an agenda, and they will do anything and say anything and distort any statistics in order to make the population fearful and to be able to be controlled. And uh, I don't know where all this is going to end, but it's not doing very well now. Well, you know, I have to, to say because, you know, I received it a secondary email from someone who received this email stating, why can't you just go back to your life, you know, you know, and stop doing what you're doing, you know, and just be quiet, you know, and, uh, you know, I have a very difficult time with that, especially when I love, my partner, I love my children, I love them with all my heart and would do anything for them, but I also love God and God has given me a gift and has told me not to bury it. Because if you bury it, you lose your gift. And that and all of us have been given gifts. All of us, or talents, if you want to say talents or gifts, and and the gift to be able to have knowledge or to understand things, and to be able to communicate those things to others is is a is a gift, and to bury that gift, from my perspective, would not be honoring my creator. So, yes, I share with my loved ones. Yes, I share with my friends. Yes, I publish articles in peer-reviewed journals and on my scientific article section of my, my, my site. And I allow that to be a choice that people make on their own without any strings attached. When I say, in other words, it's not for money. 
I'm not selling this information for money. That's called filthy lucre. So I'm not selling it for money. It's free. And the reason it's free, because it was given to me freely. So when I think about all of this, it's hard to be silent about this. And we could go through, uh, you know, all of the science and all of the published articles that state, no need to trust me, you can trust and verify me, uh, that have been written since 2010 and onward about mandating, about masking, about social distancing. And it's very difficult, folks, if you're wearing a mask to social distance or to protect yourself from electromagnetic frequencies of radio or gamma rays, oh, excuse me, not gamma, radio or microwaves, and we already know gamma rays, if you're exposed to it, you're gone, you're dead, right? So this whole talk about nuclear war or the potential of nuclear war, that's, that's guaranteed, you know, utter destruction for anyone that decide to engage in this. It's, it's lunacy. It's craziness because it's, it's guaranteed destruction of a planet would be uninhabitable. So, you know, as we look at this and, and the unnecessary suffering that's going on, both at home in the United States and abroad is quite significant. It's, it's a worldwide problem. Look at Australia and the mandates of masking, the mandates of lockdowns. When we look what's happening in Shanghai, the mandates of of just an incredible uh, lockdown and then testing. I mean, they're testing three times a week. They've got a zero tolerance for a nanoparticulate called a virus that they've never even isolated. So why in the hell are they locking these people down in Shanghai? and putting bolts on their doors. And if that's not disturbing, you ought to look it up and see what they're doing as people are screaming out in the night because people are starving to death. People in Ukraine are starving to death in Mariupol. Where's the humanity in all this? Where's the love? Where, where, is, where are the Ten Commandments? Where's, where's the words of Jesus, the two great commandments? Love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself? And this is the way you treat your neighbors? With disdain? With no respect? And so I remember being in the White House, sitting down with President Barack Obama, and talking about 
a new beginning. And the new beginning is to allow true freedom. And that true freedom can only be exercised if people have free will. And that free will is agency. And it is God-given. No one can take away your agency. They can try. They can lock you up. The people will scream out because it's, 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 the genetics is, is programmed in. I mean, it, it's not just the physical aspects of it. It's all the spiritual aspects of it. You cannot reprogram. You can separate physicality from spirituality by killing somebody, but that doesn't change the nature of that, that eternal being that inhabits that physical body. So when I'm sitting there and we're talking about, you know, well, Dr. Young, what would you do to make, you know, this health care plan better? To make it, you know, so that, that more people can participate or want to participate. And I said, you need to offer choice. Well, what does that look like? Well, what it looks like is it can't just be one etiology. Right now, people only have one choice. They can go to the hospital and get conventional medical treatment. What if they don't want to go to the hospital? What if they don't want to take a big pharma drug? What if they want to take a nutritional supplement? What if they want to go to not a medical doctor, but a naturopathic doctor? What if they want to go to a chiropractor? What if they want to go to an herbalist? You see, that's true choice. But when, when, you, when you take a science or a treatment protocol or a medical etiology and there's no room for choice other than that. That's called tyranny. It's called medical tyranny. And that's what the mask represents when it represents medical tyranny. It's a symbol of control. And people who are wearing it, God bless them but they are being manipulated and controlled and bamboozled. And it's done under an old trick that's based on false evidence and then making it appear rule, uh, real, which is the actual letters of the alphabet, fear, false evidence appearing real, is induced into people and it's like, uh, this is what's been going on for the last few years. And it's not really over, folks. Maybe we've just got to time out for a little bit. I mean, even Fauci mentioned, well, yes, we don't have the mandates. And yes, the case pandemic uh, uh, is basically over. Uh, right now, but it could change. Well, wait a minute. 
didn't change for the people in Africa, didn't change for the people in uh, in Sweden, and those governments who chose, hey, what about our own innate ability to deal with, you know, some of these toxins? So well, true unity is another thing we can talk about at another time, because I've been there Obama, you know, and then reading his latest comment about COVID, and I quote, we have now essentially clinically, you know, vac- uh, uh, vaccinated or conducted, conducted, let's see if I can get this right, we have now essentially conducted and tested the vaccine. The word was tested. We have tested the vaccine on billions of people worldwide. You see, folks, you didn't realize that you were part of an experiment that's generally you know, when a new drug is being rolled out, takes probably 10 years. This was rolled out in a few months, and the tests that were done on rhesus monkeys who received these inoculations, they all died. And yet it was still rolled out. And now we've got a system that is being managed by the Center of Disease Control, CDC, an act of Congress setting up a reporting system called VARS, Vaccine Adverse uh, Events Reporting System, which is being underreported. And now they're deleting. They're deleting these reports to reduce the numbers. It's actually criminal what's going on. And Obama, out of his own mouth, has stated that we were an experiment. And guess what? We were, and it's injured millions, hundreds of millions of people, and millions of people have died. Millions of people have died. Well, Robert, so, we're coming to the end of the uh, time we have for today. Um, I wish you would uh, tell the audience how they can get in touch with you for a deeper dive into all the things that you've studied and all the research and everything, because I know you have hundreds and hundreds of scientific things that they can look at if they want to find the truth just below the surface. So uh, let us know what the preferable way of uh, going to the next stage with what you've been talking about today. Yeah, we're going to the next stage would be go is to, to freely go there uh, to drrobertyoung.com. And if you want to put a forward slash on there, you can then put a forward slash on the word blog, B-L-O-G. Uh, that'll take you directly to 
the scientific posts. Uh, there's 320 there. I've mentioned two of, of, of the articles suggest that you read one more. Uh, it's called, Does the Vaccine Map Should Be Your Choice? And the reason I take you to that post uh, is that you can actually look at the lot number and, and determine whether or not you received, because this has been a test and continues to be a test for those who are being inoculated, that we have listed all of the batch numbers so you can determine whether or not you got the placebo vaccine, which contains distilled water and salt at 1%, or whether you got the toxic ingredient, the non-placebo, containing modified genetic material, polyethylene glycol, sucrose, ethanol alcohol, and the big whopper is the, the nanolipid capsid that contains a poison of graphene ferrous oxide. It's been being directed to specific areas of the body. The reason I direct you to this article is because there is a website not my website, but there's a website that you can go to and look up the lot numbers. So when you received your vaccine details, okay, the little certificate, it, it'll have on there the manufacturer trade name, and then it'll have a number. For example, let's say it's Pfizer, and then it'll have a number off that. That number could be EN, it could be EJ6796. So if you go to this website, howbadismybatch.com, just like it sounds, howbadismybatch.com, and then you can choose the Moderna batch codes, the Pfizer batch codes, the Janssen batch codes, the Moderna batch code, codes outside the United States or the, or the Janssen uh, batch codes outside the United States. Uh, when you get those, uh, you can then look up the lot and see how many injuries and deaths these particular lots have caused because those are the ones that contain the graphene ferrous oxide. So go to, go to drrobertyoung.com, go to this article, start reading these articles, and then from there you can go, if you've been inoculated, go to howbadismybatch.com to see see what's going on, and then learn what you can do about it to reverse the potential toxic condition that has now been injected into your body and is now being potentially contained in the connective and fatty tissues, even the brain, the heart, the reproductive organs. Well, Robert, thank you so much for the, the time you spent with us today, and I hope that uh, all the people that are listening will take a little time to take a deeper dive, and uh, you've told us how to do that, and uh, look forward to having you back on uh, the program to discuss other truth just below the surface. Now, you know my mission or purpose in life is to spread the message that there is a cure for every addictive behavior. Uh, this is a spiritual cure, and the treatment program is profiled in my book, 
Freedom from Addiction 4, the final message. If you meet three simple criteria, everyone gets well from their addictive behaviors. And I have three free resources where you can start your journey. The first is a link to this podcast, uh, freedomfromaddiction.libson.com. The second is a link to my website where you can find out more about addiction. That's going to be revwinhendersonmd.com. And the final resource is my Twitter account, and you would search at Hugo the Artist on twitter.com. There you will find inspirational and educational daily pearls of wisdom. So until next time, God bless all of you. And Robert, uh, thank you again for the discussion. I've got a lot out of it. I know the people that are listening will also. So everybody have a great day. Thanks, Wynn. All the best. God bless.